Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. Today, Wednesday. It is Wednesday, isn't it? Of course it's Wednesday because it's sexy lexy day. It's Alexandra Lucas. She's joining us on the programme now. Hello, you. Hi, how are you? I'm good this week. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I finally got over this virus that just took over me last week. So I'm just happy to be able to breathe normally again. (laughs) Oh, tell me about it. I was so ill last week with it. And uh, it just seemed to take on a new kind of formation every day. It was something different. Um, So, yeah, I'm kind of glad. I'm I'm pretty much there with it now, thank goodness. Although I was hitting the gym hard this week. Um, I went on Monday and I was so miserable that I just burst out crying on the treadmill <laughs> oh god <laughs> i was i was begging him to let me stop and he said no <laughs> so, so anyway yes it's um yeah anyway I'll, I'll go back tomorrow night but i'm just uh you know i you know one of those times where you know you really know you shouldn't be exercising but you kind of want to keep it going because you don't want to get out of the habits yeah and i'm like that i just can't get the motivation to go to the gym it's not even what i'll be doing at the gym because once i'm there i know i'm fine but i just can't get the motivation up to go and when i'm ill i just want to crawl into my bed and cry for my mom (laughs) oh well i was definitely crying i was crying in the treadmill i was crying on just about every machine that i went on i was so so not into it on Monday but uh, yeah I, I will go back and uh, do it tomorrow night and, and see if I can you know get my mojo back but uh, anyway listen we're not here to talk about the gym um, although I have to say I still haven't been brave enough to wear kind of gym leggings yet I'm still wearing tracky bottoms to the gym so I'm not a very kind of sexy gym bunny at the moment but I do hope to get there I'm hoping the next few weeks I might venture into leggings yeah, I mean, I, I do wear leggings, but I feel like my bum's so big that jogging bottoms are just, it's all you can see. So I might as well just wear the leggings. Um, and being so short as well, I can't find any jogging bottoms that don't make me look like some kind of umpa So I do tend to go for the gym leggings. But if you want to start taking risks with gym fashion, there is a very small risk that you can take. Apparently, the trend at the moment is for banana print trainers. So you could maybe start small with some weird on your feet <laughs> <laughs> to distract from my thighs that's a really good idea <laughs> thanks Alex well listen let's move on to uh, some more fashion advice and what should us ladies be wearing this week what have you seen in the shops for us this week uh, well, first of all, I do apologise. You might hear the lawnmower just outside the window. So if you hear any rumbling, <laughs> I promise it's not me. Well, I thought it was um, your stomach. <laughs> it's always my stomach, but no, it's not quite that loud. <laughs> Uh, but no, the ladies at the moment, uh, last time we spoke, we were talking about maxi dresses and whether or not they'll be coming back into fashion. And there's less maxi dresses around, but there is the maxi skirt, which is quite good if you want to show off your stomach, but you're not quite happy about your legs. So I'm liking the maxi dresses. I've seen quite a few metallic ones, which I think will be quite nice with the sort of pastel coloured top. Um, and I've seen quite a few um, maxi dresses with the maxi skirts that are matching patterns. So you could maybe layer up if you're if it's not too hot outside. So you could make sort of a fuller skirt with it as well. Um, but yeah, there's quite a few things that I've seen as well with the terracotta kind of colour. I bought some terracotta trousers from New Look 
Um, when I said that the not bright orange, which is what I thought terracotta was, it's kind of a slightly darker than tan colour. And they've got a nice belt. They've got pockets as well, because I love trousers with pockets. And they just about fit my legs to the right length. So I've been wearing that with a camel blazer that I picked up from Boohoo as well. So it's quite nice because the weather is not too warm, but it's getting there. So it's nice to layer up and then you can take it off as well and you can still stay in fashion. Uh, and what I've been liking lately as well, speaking of Boohoo and places like that, there's a website called ASOS and they have started showing outfits on different sized models. So the same outfit on a different size model. So you might be looking at it thinking it looks lovely on her, but is it going to look that way on me? And I couldn't stop laughing this morning because I have an Amazon Echo and I always tell it to remind me what to talk about on a Wednesday if I've seen it like let's say on a Thursday or something and I told it to remind me to talk to you about outfits on different size models and she popped up this morning I'm reminding you to talk about outfits on different size tomatoes I could not stop <laughs> laughing oh that's brilliant I, do you know something I absolutely love having the whole Alexa thing going on in the house it's brilliant for everything isn't it it is. It's, you can just talk to her. She's just another voice in the room. She doesn't always hear me, though. And there's been that many times that Scott's come home from work and all he can hear is me going, Alexa, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've probably set off everybody else's um, Amazon Echoes all over the country right now. But uh, never mind. Um, listen, what should we be wearing on our feet? Because it's that kind of in between phase we've just come out of severely cold weather we're now kind of going from one extreme to another where it is going to be hot this week apparently so you know I'm always a little bit fearful when I hear this because you know it was supposed to be 18 degrees up here in Scotland today um but if I come out with you know a pair of sandals on I'm going to feel a bit silly if it starts to rain yeah, I'm like that. I don't really like sandals that much anyway if my feet aren't sort of flip-flop ready. Um, but with me, I'm always thinking as well, sure, it looks fine now, but I could go out and it could start to rain then. So the best thing to do is to, if you can manage it, if you've got a bag big enough, maybe carry some boots and some socks in your bag. But I live in dolly shoes in the summer and spring, ballet pumps, anything like that. So I've just managed to grab mine out. But they're all sort of a non-rain friendly kind of material. So they're like suede or fake leather. And they just turn into boats full of water when it starts raining. So I do tend to shy away from it unless I know that it is summer and it's going to be dry. But I do tend to live in sort of heeled boots or ankle boots and things like that. It's one of those difficult times where you can't quite trust the weather and what you need to be wearing. But I will say, if you do want to start wearing sandals and flip-flops or dolly shoes, just make sure you've got some kind of socks and some kind of waterproof um, boot or something in your bag. But there are a lot of mix and matched footwear out in the shops at the moment so you've got your ankle boots you've got your dolly shoes i like the plasticky looking ones as well as long as they don't look too cheap because they are waterproof as long as you don't mind your feet getting a little bit wet yeah and sweaty um <laughs> I, I tell you i tend to um at this time of year look for my espadrilles because they're covered toe you know the toes are covered um they've got a nice kind of wedge on them they've got that nice strap around the ankle um but i think the covered toe means that you're kind of protected from rain but it still looks summery enough or spring-like enough to to 
going to get away with, with, you know, looking like, you know, you meant to put them on because of the weather. Um, so, you know, I, I'm kind of looking out my espadrilles at the moment. Um, I have to say, though, you know, I, I, I do find this time of year very difficult. I've come out today and I've got a kind of off the shoulder kind of black top on. But I'm roasting. I'm absolutely roasting. And I just don't know whether or not it's going to get, you know, a little bit cooler later or whether it's going to get warmer later. Or I just, this is the time of year I don't like. Yeah, I don't like it. I went out the other day in, it was a polar neck jumper, but it was really thin. So it's one of those things you can wear in winter, but you kind of need to layer it up. And I thought, you know, yes, it looks very sunny. Yes, the flat feels very hot. But am I going to get outside and be absolutely freezing? So I thought it's a chance to try out my new camel blazer thing as well. So I put it on. Oh, my God, I was absolutely boiling within five minutes. And my mum just kept going, why did you put that on? Why did you wear that? You're going to be boiling. And I was like, I thought I was doing the right thing. No, I wasn't. (laughs) Well, listen, we'll move on to the fellas just now. What are the boys? uh, What's out in the shops for the boys this? week well it's funny that you mentioned your espadrilles because the boys are wearing those as well um they used to be these shoes called toms i think it was and they're kind of um canvasy shoes but they're slightly more hard wearing than like vans and things like that so they're back in fashion a lot in sort of jazzy patterns and colors so you've got like stripes spots I've seen some that are sort of navy denim with metal stars on. So I quite like that. Um, There's a lot of short sleeve shirts around, which Scott has one and he hasn't worn it yet. I think he kind of thinks, I don't know how that's going to look. Because to be honest, I can't quite imagine him in a short sleeved buttoned up shirt. But I've seen them worn over sort of slogan T-shirts and things like that. So I think that look is quite nice. And there's a lot of denim look shirts about as well. but they're not quite denim. So if it is getting hotter and you want to wear that or you want to wear a denim shirt, but you think, oh, that's going to be too thick, I'm going to be too hot in it, this is your kind of thing because it's quite thin, but it still looks nice and you can wear it with chinos, you can wear it with cargo shorts, which are also in fashion. It's it's quite a versatile thing to wear. With men, it's, it's a bit of a struggle because their fashion doesn't really change and they don't have as many options as women do with sort of dresses skirts trousers shorts but it is nice when you do see something that is a staple that can be worn with every new thing that comes out you see the funny thing is i i've never ever been into short sleeve shirts for me i just don't like them i don't like them at all um i don't mind polo shirts short sleeve polo shirts or uh t-shirts that's fine but for some reason the the short sleeve button up shirt I just cannot get into at all and I don't know why um it's just not my kind of cup of tea yeah I don't really like them um I kind of get the feeling that they look a bit better on sort of camp men um I I don't know why, I don't know if I've just seen a lot of sort of flamboyant men wearing them and thought, oh, that looks nice on him. But I just, I can't imagine them when they're buttoned up, they're not my kind of thing. But having seen them on sort of mannequins worn open over a t-shirt with the design on, that's actually quite nice. I just can't imagine it buttoned up. Um, But the other thing that I've seen for men is vests. Like, I don't know, I just think vests on men should be left to basketball players and maybe not even then. But the worst thing I've seen this week 
is men have been wearing vests over t-shirts and I just thought oh god no pick one or the other but never both never both that just sounds absolutely hideous do you remember there was uh, a phase well there certainly was you'd be too young actually but when I was at school um, in my kind of final year it was all about wearing a little tight t-shirt with a little kind of strappy vest over it a different color um, and you know that was for the girls but on boys I just think that sounds awful I used to wear that actually. I so can did remember. I. Sorry. So did I. I. I wore it all the time, and I used to wear little kind of uh, dresses, little strappy dresses, kind of floaty things with a little tight T-shirt underneath, and that was, you know, everybody was wearing that as well. So, um, but to see it coming in for the boys, <laughs> I just think it's a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not something I wanted to see. I will be honest. Okay, let's move on to kids. What kids' clothes have you seen this week? Uh, the kids are cute as always. There's quite a lot of um, sort of nature print. Um, so I've seen like tiger stripes on t-shirts for boys, but it's kind of like a blue t-shirt with tiger stripe sleeves, which I think they can be hit and miss, but I think kids can get away with most things. And if they do look a bit odd, then you can just, you know, the kids can just blame it on their mom for dressing them in that. But there's quite a few things around. So with the girls, it's sort of bird prints. So there's swans and flamingos and swallows, which I think are quite nice. And I think with spring and this whole thing about like baby animals and things like that, I think it's quite cute without looking too cutesy. Um, but I like that kind of look. Um, and I've seen sort of this whole trend where people are mixing primary colours with the secondary colours. So for boys, it's sort of blues and reds and purples. And then with the girls, it's sort of yellows and reds and oranges. So it's quite a nice thing to see that kids are in such bright colours. I think it just looks a bit more playful. Um, and also, I quite like tea dresses on little girls. I think they look so cute. It's quite Alice in Wonderland. It's really nice to see. Oh, tea dresses are beautiful. Actually, they're beautiful in adults as well, um, if you've got the right kind of shape for it. Um, but anyway, listen, thank you for that. Now, I know that you are getting well back into your makeup, aren't you? Uh, you were a makeup artist, um, and it shows from your lovely pictures, uh, but you're getting really, really back into it, aren't you? I am, yeah. I mean, as I said, I've been off all week, just ill and just sticking at home. So I've just been looking at a lot of sort of YouTubers and things like that. It's quite difficult when you can't see very well and you can't see colours as much. And I treated myself to this palette by Morphe Brushes with a YouTuber called Jacqueline Hill. She co collaborated on a 35 colour palette and I love the bright colours in it. I do have to get Scott to help me pick out sort of if I want a darker red or a brighter red or if I want sort of a, a mid-toned brown because a lot of them just look grey to me. But I like experimenting with colour and I love it when the YouTubers actually explain how they're doing it. And I've looked at a lot of videos that go with the palette that I've bought. And what I like is Jacqueline Hill. She won't just say the name of the colour. She'll say it's sort of five across and two down, which is brilliant if you can't see very well, because then you know exactly what colour she's using, where she's putting it, how she's using it. And I've been looking at a lot of blind beauty bloggers as well. So there's Lucy Edwards, Emily Davidson, or I think people know her better as Fashion Eyster. 
and I love the fact that they don't just blog about beauty so if you are interested in that that is there but they do blog about their lifestyle as well I saw a great video by Emily the other day how to stay positive when you're sick and I thought that's brilliant that ties right into my life at the moment so I've been looking at a lot of that and I just like how they explain it. Or another thing that you can look at if you are getting back into beauty and you've recently lost your sight or you lost your sight years ago, it's good to look at the, for lack of a better word, normal beauty bloggers, because a lot of them do this thing called the no mirror makeup challenge. And they all say how hard it is when you can't just look at your face and they explain how they're doing their blending without being able to see what they're doing. So that's a really good thing to watch if you're not entirely sure how you're going to get on doing it without being able to see your face. I mean, you know, some of these beauty bloggers are amazing, you know, blind or not blind. And I know that um, Emily Davison used to feature a lot here on the programme. She was our kind of resident uh, beauty expert and uh, she's wonderful at her makeup. She really, really is. Her mother was a makeup artist and so was mine. Um, So we were very, very kind of into talking about our makeup and doing our makeup and stuff like that. But um, I know that uh, there's also Molly Burke as well. You should check out her page. Um, She's over stateside um but she's brilliant as well there's so many uh blind beauty bloggers out there to give you a bit of a, a helping hand and uh you should be one of them mrs uh take note <laughs> I'll try. because you you really are fabulous with your makeup but uh, are you finding it's getting a little easier the more you do it because i know that when i first lost my sight i practice every day and uh, like I said because my mum was a makeup artist we used to sit and just practice 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 I, I would practice until my face was raw um <laughs> and uh you know I've done it pretty much every day since I mean I have weekends off if I'm not doing anything but you know my mum always said to me when you feel your worst look your best and that's been my kind of words to live by <laughs> yeah other people have more kind of um meaningful uh quotes that they live by but mine's like ah, when you feel your worst look your best so um you know it is important and I do think first impressions count and I think you know if you're into makeup and you do have a visual impairment then it shouldn't stop you from from doing it and the fact that these girls are out there doing this uh for people like you and I is just brilliant yeah, I think it's great that people are getting into makeup and not just letting their um, disability or affliction stop them. Because I'll be honest, there were quite a few months um, in the past couple of years where I just thought, what's the point? I can't see my face. I don't know what people are looking at. What is the point? You know, and to be fair, it did raise my confidence a lot because years ago, I would never have dreamed of leaving the house without a scrap of makeup on. And now I'm just like, oh, whatever, who cares? You know, it's my face. I can't change it. It shouldn't matter to anyone else. But I must admit, it is amazing when I do like a full face of makeup and I know it looks good and I get comments on Instagram. Um, the best one was me and my mom were in M&S and I was waiting for her. She was in the changing room and I could see one of the staff members kind of hovering around. And she said to me, can I ask, what can you see? And I said, well, it's kind of, you know, it's just a bit blurry. I can see the world around me, but it's just quite blurry. And she went, well, I hope you don't mind me asking, but how did you do your makeup? And, I, you know, once I explained it to her, she was like, that's amazing. I can't even do all that. And I was just sitting there like, yeah. Oh, it's such a <laughs> compliment, isn't it? 
It really is it's such a compliment. Yeah. And I love when people ask me the same thing. Like, they ask me who does my makeup. Um, and, you know, to be able to say, oh, I do it myself, actually, <laughs> it's, it's uh, a great feeling. So well done to you for getting back into it. And uh, thank you so much for sharing uh, some of your uh, expertise this week. It's always a pleasure to talk to you, Alexander. And obviously, uh, we will speak to you again next week. And in the meantime, if you want to get in touch with Alex, if you're going anywhere or maybe you've got an interview coming up or you're going to a wedding, you want a bit of advice, then uh, get in touch with us here at the radio station, radio at rnib.org.uk. Alex, have a great week and we'll speak to you again soon. You too. Have a great week. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.